You're listening to Grads Give Back, the podcast that asks graduates of Humber College's business marketing program what they're doing now, how they got there, and how Humber helped them along the way. They'll share their best tips, tricks, and tools so you too can be successful in your career. Grads Give Back, the podcast. Let's listen in. And a very warm welcome to all of you. Today on the program, we're speaking with Carlos Serpa, a solutions consultant at Hootsuite, the social media management platform. He graduated from the business marketing program in 2017, and his work experience has run the gamut from aviation to retail and from event marketing to software as a service. We'll take a look at his journey from marketing grad to pre-sales solutions consultant and a few things in between. Along the way, he'll share some of his advice that he's gathered over the years that will help you in your career. Carlos Serpa, welcome to Grads Give Back. Thank you, James. Happy to be here. Really excited. So I know that you are currently working for Hootsuite, which many of our listeners may be familiar with. But can you give us a little bit of a rundown about how Hootsuite helps its customers? Yeah, so Hootsuite is a social media platform. That's what we call it. Our main focus is basically social media management, helping you, especially helping uh, marketing people try to get a grasp on social. I mean, we've all worked in social. We know exactly how much time we put into it. Mm -hmm. So our job is to facilitate that process, have to take you out of managing your social, bring you over into the important side. Uh, which is, you know, your brainstorming, your strategy, uh, and maybe allocate some of the uh, tasks that you have right now with social to other teams. Wow. Okay. So that's pretty comprehensive. Now, in your role as a solutions consultant, how are you helping clients to do that? You're working specifically with clients, correct? I work, uh, solution consultancy is, uh, especially for tech, is considered mostly as a pre-sale job. So I work mostly as a consultant when the sale is about to start. And it just my job is to show the potential customers how they can use Hootsuite. Tell them this is the area in which you can come in, manage your social this way, walk into the product. But more importantly, when it comes to consulting, that's where my job comes in. So I help them understand these are the areas where you guys are lacking a bit. These are, especially right now with the situation that we live in, a lot of people are going into social for the first time. A lot of companies had social as an afterthought and it's more of, you know, I need a presence. I'm just going to create a couple of Facebook pages, maybe an Instagram and leave it. Yes. But now we're seeing that everybody is transitioning into social. So my job is to consult these people and tell them this is how you can organize all of this amazing work that you guys are doing. Bring them into a platform that can help you get the most potential out of it. So you start by performing like a social audit of what they're either trying to do or what they're already doing, and then you kind of work from there? Exactly, yeah. So my job is a little bit of a spy, a little bit of a consultant. So I go in the back end, I, uh, I search what they're doing. I need to make sure that, you know, there is potential for us to make that sale. So I go in, I check what they're doing in social. I try to get an idea of what their story is. I see how often they're engaging, which are the platforms that they're currently using, this is also something that Hootsuite has is it allows you for you to do some tracking on your audience, mm-hmm. which is the target audience that they are potentially targeting. What are the people that are talking about them? And then just come up with all this information and then tell them this is how we can strategize with the platform. So is that then accomplished mostly through social listening and monitoring? 
Totally, yeah. So it is social listening. That is uh, that is one aspect of it as well. Um, and it's something that is right now even more important than ever. Yes. Um, especially for the political... Uh, the land of pandemic and protest. Exactly, exactly. So right now, this is the place where, you know, social listening is becoming key. And, and that's something that's actually, we're, we're generating a lot of sales on. I was going to ask you about that. So given this pandemic and protest, a lot of businesses paid a sort of lip service to the idea of digital, but in particular social, without realizing the nature of it as, let's just say, a full-time job running social. Posting is about one-third of the job. The rest of the job comes after, when you are then engaging with the customers and building community. And is that sort of where you're helping them see where they can make improvements? Agreed, 100%. Yeah. So that's uh, that's one aspect of it. Uh, try to get them to understand that even if you think people aren't talking about you, they are talking about you. Interesting. And try to get them to understand as well that even though your social strategy only takes uh, under account Facebook and Instagram, there might be people talking about you on Reddit. There might be people talking about you in YouTube comments. Right. And potentially could uh let's just be real social is here to help you create awareness and generate sales for your business right that's just the aspect of it so this would be a great area as well for you to maybe find a potential customer on a youtube comment or control a pr to be watching the bad pr that's happening for you on reddit because the person who posted on reddit knows you are not looking at reddit but there's a whole community of people who are on reddit reading those reviews and uh, not only bad, you know, it's always good to address the good as well. Of course. How are you then working? Because um, you mentioned this is sort of a pre-sales role position. Are you working with the sales team? Do you forward on what you found to them? Are you guys working in conjunction? Because this is something I see written about a lot in marketing press that sales and marketing need to work together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Sales and marketing have to work together. <laughs> There's just... Uh... The easiest way for me to describe would be the salespeople generate the sale. They reach out to the potential clients for Hootsuite. I come in to help the sale, but I also come in to help that client move on into their marketing. That's a terrific sales and marketing model, actually. Yeah, so we go hand in hand uh, in that aspect as well. There's also the aspect of educating. So right now I'm currently working mostly with the Latin American region, which is a very green region when it comes to social. Um, they're not very developed, uh, but COVID has forced everybody. It's a really hot market right now when it comes to social media management and yes, and when it comes to uh, just social media strategy in general. Mm. So for me, I also not only work with them as a salesperson, but I'm also doing seminars in Latin America. I'm doing interviews, try to do some part of education as well and training, uh, trying to help the teams in Latin America. I mean, we do, not that I'm saying that. There are amazing people that work for marketing in Latin America, but it's just more about the smaller companies that are just starting to adopt it as well. Yeah, it's always remarkable to me that um, digital and social have had this challenge getting buy-in from whoever the decision makers may be, because unlike a lot of the legacy uh, marketing, you know, billboard ads, television commercials, the analytics is so available with digital because everything is tracked. 
Is that something you talk about? You know, when you are pitching potential customers, the benefit is you can find out whether your efforts are working almost instantaneously. Yeah, that's something that we try to highlight all the time. And, you know, funny that you mentioned the engagement when you said, you know, that creating the content is roughly 20, 30 percent. It is true because engagement comes after. And then that's the other area when you start seeing that growth. Mm -hmm. That's the area where you can, you know, eventually just have that ROI and, and, and be able to prove that your efforts are actually lucrative for the company. Yes. Um, just because you work in marketing doesn't mean that you are going to be only focused on designing or only focused on strategizing. Ultimately, the whole goal of having a marketing person is to generate money yeah. for the company. By creating awareness or moving people through the, the sales funnel in some kind of way and the customer service aspect. How big a role do you think customer service plays in marketing? It's a uh, it's huge nowadays. Huge, 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 huge. Perfect example. Something that happened to me um, as I was flying. I just complained about mm. a delay on on my flight. I said, you know what, this is not happening. This is the last time that I'm going to be using this airline. I complain about it on Twitter as a a good North American would do. Mm -hmm. And then. Kid you not, less than five minutes, this airline was on it, replying to my tweet, telling me what was happening, making sure that I was being moved to an earlier flight and, and accommodating all this stuff. And this has been on the ball. So this is, to me, I'm a loyal customer now. Like I, I wouldn't fly any other <laughs> with any other airline because of this. But that's the key that customer service in social has become such an essential aspect of every business, uh, especially now with COVID that everybody's going digital, that it is also another path, I would say, of, of what marketing is becoming. Because customers also now with this truly like one-to-one -one relationship with whatever company and or brand they're using, you know, it, the expectations on the part of the customer have changed. We've all kind of entered this world via social, certainly, 24-7, always available, always possible. And if you're a business or a brand that's not available or is not accessible in some kind of way, you're going to take a hit. Yeah. So let's talk then a little bit about if there are particular things or particular courses or particular elements of the Humber Business Marketing Program that you have used every day or that uh, you you kind of wipe your brow and say, thank God I had a chance to sort of be exposed to this before, you know, the boss asked me to do it. Yeah, it's the obvious course. Digital marketing was totally uh, mm -hmm. something that I use and breathe every day. Um Professional selling is another one, and maybe I'm a bit I'm a bit biased because I'm working on the pre-sale. But professional selling for me um, not only helped me on understand how the sales process works, but I'm a bit of an introvert and having to learn to do presentations. And maybe this was just humble overall. The fact that they make you do a lot of presentations in front of your peers—that's the best people that you can do your presentations in front of. Uh, and take all the criticism that you get, whether it's good or bad, you're going to learn and you're going to grow from that. So yeah, I think the whole experience prepared me uh, not only for my job, but also when it comes to looking for a job or networking or reaching out for other people, because I learned this from professional selling, but you are constantly selling yourself as a person. So you need to know how to communicate. 
You also worked, I think, in email marketing or target marketing in some kind of a way. So, because I know there's a CRM course that we take at Humber as well. So, was that helpful to you as well? Yeah, totally. So, uh, that was another one. Actually, I used most of the knowledge from my CRM class for my internship because we were actually a app that was just about to launch. Um, And I was lucky to get into this startup as they were coming in and it sort of projected me to where I am right now. This is for Lyft? Uh, No, Pool. It was a new app that was coming up. Great idea. Uh, And so a lot of the email marketing that was happening was with people that were interested in the app, but you know didn't know about it. So that's where we put that into into work uh, demo. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. So definitely a skill to know. Because I think in that course, if I remember correctly, you end up creating an initial email marketing campaign. I think we used Constant Contact. Did you use a particular program when you were doing that one or not, like to send out the stuff? Yeah, yeah. I think we did MailChimp or Salesforce. Yes, even one of my jobs after coming out of school, I actually ended up using Salesforce as one of the engagement tools. Most of my job was responding to those emails coming in through Salesforce. Oh my God. Salesforce to me became like a must have. So if you have Salesforce in your resume, you're you're one shoe in. Mask, but what was your journey to Humber? I moved to Canada first. I worked for a couple of years and then I decided I kind of want to go back to school. And then what attracted me to Humber was its reputation. Mm -hmm. And I knew I wanted to go into business because I had a lot of customer service in my background and you got to work to your strengths. Yes, you do. It was the easier path to go into business. And I, I mean, I guess that's why I marketing and sales sort of came hand in hand. Yeah. I knew I didn't want to go to university because I wanted to get those skills that are going to prepare me for the job. Yeah. And so, I mean, university is very theoretical, but the beauty of Humber is that from day one, it's like you are in the job. I think it's the best decision I've done in a while. Were you surprised that you ended up finding sort of the social and digital marketing niche? Because had you had a plan? Did you have an area of marketing that you wanted to focus on? Or did you come into the program to see what would unfold? I was just going with whatever the world will give me, to be honest. I didn't know anything of marketing other than it helps you sell. And then Humber introduced me to all these little aspects of like retailing, social media, there's sales, there's email marketing. So there were different areas that they show you of where you can fit in in the spectrum. And then after I finished Humber, I knew that because of my age, I graduated Humber, I was 30. Mm -hmm. So I worked to my strengths. I knew, okay, so I studied marketing. I saw a lot of aspects of it. I have a lot of experience in customer service working for multiple airlines in Canada and And so I decided I'm going to go into a route that's going to be a little bit different. So I went into account management first. Okay. I started account managing. It was a little bit of customer service, a little bit of sales. There was a little bit of strategy. I was actually doing account management for um, a tech company as well. That's very much a jack of all trades role. Exactly. And then from there, I realized that the aspect that I liked the most was the consultancy of account manager. And that's why I jumped into Hootsuite because I had that marketing background from Humber. I had my customer service experience and Humber taught me so much that it got me to a level that I am comfortable being a consultant. And 
funny story though because i always i was as you mentioned earlier like you know you're a labels person i always thought i'm coming in from humber just to college and i'm competing for a position with people that are graduated from queens u of t york yes they're not gonna hire me you know they're you're gonna be like oh this kid just did a two-year program in in humber it's not even worth it no it's the same thing every single job that i've been to a lot of my peers have come out from Queens, have come out from York. Some of them have actually come from Harvard, especially now working for a company like Hootsuite. We have talent from all over the world. Yes. And the education that I got in Humber competes and at times beats the education that they got. Really? That, that is something that that um, I've learned being in the market now and, and you know working uh, to appreciate the education that I received in, in the school. Do you think that's because of the practical applications of what we did at Humber? I think so. I think so. I think the aspect of less theory and more hands-on that Humber has mm-hmm. sets you sets you apart for for the market. That is very fascinating. Um, do you have a couple of tips for those who are currently looking or going to be looking very soon when they finish school about the job job search and job hiring process? Yeah, learn how to sell yourself. You know, be confident. That's uh, that's the first one. Interesting. And I think this is something I learned in one of my Humber classes. It says you only have, I believe it's 30 seconds to make an impression. <laughs> so make sure that you make a good impression when you're going into, um, into those interviews. Or now, you know, a lot of people are being hired online. Yes. Webcam. Just comb your hair, dress up nice, put on a tie if you have to. Make sure that, you know, you look presentable for the job. You are never overdressed. Uh, that's something that, you know, you also have to learn. So it, it takes two seconds to iron a shirt and just put it on for an interview. My first time through college a number of years ago is what I will say, uh, was through a drama program. And one of the textbooks that we had was acting skills for life. Now that I'm a little bit older, I realize we play parts every day. So if you're going to do the video interview, dress the part, look like a professional, mm-hmm. do your research beforehand, be prepared in some kind of way. Yeah, that that one is key. You don't want to sit down into a job and not even read the overview for this position or not even know the background of this company that you're applying. Um, I know, uh, and I've done it myself, you know, when I was looking for a job, I think I sent out 100 resumes like every day. The LinkedIn app, all those easy applies. I was just sending out, sending out, sending out, sending out. But the minute I got something back or if it was a position that I really, really liked and I knew I was the right candidate, one, I modify my resume and make sure that I highlighted to the job skills that they were looking for. Because a lot of these companies use those keywords to uh, resumes that don't match. Um, two, I upgraded my, res- my LinkedIn. Have to have that top notch. Everybody looks for jobs on LinkedIn nowadays. And the HR people are looking at you on LinkedIn as well. Totally. And it doesn't hurt for you to look back and it doesn't hurt for you to do a little bit of, you know, stalking to the company for people in that company that are, are in a position that you want and read the resumes um, and, and, and take as much as you can before you show up to the interview. Just be prepared for it. Be prepared. Those are some great, great suggestions. Um, has networking played a role in the kind of positions you have ended up in over the time that you've been out of school? It does, in two aspects. So don't ever think that networking is just there to get you the job, because that's a lot of people think that that's what networking is for. Uh, Networking, to me, is just more of 
having the right people with the right knowledge for when you need them or when you don't need them. Maybe you are the person that's going to be there for the right the right knowledge that they want. School is the best place to network. I mean, this is true. Right now, you are online, maybe with a room with like 20, 15 people online. When things go back to normal, we're going to be with our classmates. These are the best people that you need to network with because we don't know. Life, five years from now, they might have a position in which they're looking for somebody with your skills to remember back then. Hey, uh, I remember James was really good at doing this. Let me see what he's doing. Boom. That's where that potential job could be as well. The very first job I got out of Humber was one of my classmates. He called me and he said, would you want to do you know, a summer internship with X company? And, I'm, and I thought, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything else. Because he knew, I think, someone high up in HR. Before you knew it, within two, three weeks, I had a job there. And then I ended up staying. They ended up hiring me on. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, and this is also something that transitions into the workplace as well, especially internally. If you want to grow, you want to move. It's good. People like it. Managers love it when you network because there is that commodity between uh, peers. Everybody gets along with each other. But not only that, you learn from different positions. You get to see where potentially you can grow internally. Yeah. Maybe the person that you're talking to in, I don't know, marketing, it's not, it's not the one that's going to be able to move you up in mm -hmm. the ladder, but it's going to give you an insight into that position, into that department. And then you get, you get your ideas in your head and, you, and then you understand where you want to grow from there. And then with school, those connections that you made, your classmates are going to get different jobs. You're going to find out about how this company behaves. You know, maybe they're, they're not going to be there to get you in the door, but they're going to say, hey, this company is great. Apply for it. You know, I may not be able to get you in, but I can give you an insight of what the company atmosphere is like. The number of times as well, when it comes to networking, the person that I had the relationship with was not necessarily the hiring manager or isn't necessarily the hiring manager. But if, if that person is already in the company, they can flag your resume. Mm -hmm. They can somehow pull you out of the proverbial pile of resumes. Totally, totally. And another thing that I'm a strong believer on right now is a coach. Mm. So having that person that has been in your shoes, but now is five, 10 years down up the ladder, that is a potential person to coach you on how to grow. Mentorship. Mentorship, exactly. You know, telling you these are the places where you need to uh, study. These are the soft skills, the soft skills that you need to work on. Mentorship. And it's another aspect that you get as well from networking is, you know, working on those, those skills that you need to make yourself more sellable, if, if that's the word that, you know, you would use for this. Well, Carlos Serpa, thank you for mentoring us here today on Grads Give Back. No worries. Thank you. Thank you, James. And you can follow Carlos on LinkedIn and take a look at the current job postings at Hootsuite by clicking on the links provided in the bio. Be sure to join us again next month when we speak with yet another of our inspiring business marketing graduates. That's all for this edition of Grads Give Back. I'm your host, James Anderson. Thank you for listening.